Log Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And this Queen K, and I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how was your week? Girl, it was good. I don't know if the listeners could tell, but I almost forgot my name at first, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> my weekend was really good. Um, I had a lot of fun. I celebrated my birthday again this weekend. And um, let's just say, girl, I ain't in the shape I thought I was in, okay? Dancing takes a toll on my body. I didn't feel it that night. But, baby, these knees <laughs> is on fire, okay? <laughs> it was not, no, it was oh, hot yeah. girl stuff, you know, over the weekend. But today, Monday morning, oh, baby, I need a whole walker and a cane. But other than that, <laughs> I, am, <laughs> I am so blessed. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of love. And I just thank everybody for coming out, showing your girl some love. How about you? How was yours? Yes. Um, it was good. You know, I was kind of sad that we didn't get to record last Monday, but I'm so glad that you enjoyed your birthday. You finally 30, you. you know what I'm saying? You can open up and welcome 30 Club, you know what I'm saying? It's here. It's here. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> you ready to start the show? I'm ready to start the show. Let's get our, oh, right, are we going to do the, oh, okay, there we go. All right. All right, Ace of Face in D.C., what's going on? Yo, yo, yo. What's popping? Hey. How y'all doing? <laughs> yo, I'm going to just say, I definitely caught when Queen K almost forgot her name. I was over here dying. Y'all couldn't I hear me, too, but I was <laughs> dying laughing. Though. I'm like, oh, shit. You can tell she has yeah. a happy birthday again, though, squad. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> 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 yeah, I messed up, y'all. My bad, my bad. It's okay. <laughs> Play as fuck up. Shit, I was about to right, say right. the self love is my rehab. Yep, I, I don't know what I'm about to call myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, what is my name? <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> okay, uh, so without further ado, y'all, let's uh, jump into the sipping tea for the soul topic. Complex, what's the topic? All right, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we are doing the Battle of the Sexes, Mommy Issues, and we are doing this panel style because we got some shit to talk about. So, before we get into it, um, the order of how questions are going to go is I will ask the first question, um, giving DC and Ace the face a chance to answer, then Ace the face will ask his next question, giving me and Queen K. And then Queen K, you know, they see, then we're going to come back around, and it's going to be good. So before I get into the first question, I wanted to give examples of mommy issues in men and women so then we could really have an understanding. So for the man, a man with mommy issues, according to Google Guys, a man with mommy issues most likely experiences trust issues. He doesn't trust other women because his mother, whom he once looked up to, let him down. Because of that, all the women he gets into a relationship with constantly must prove they can be trusted. Oh, all right. For women, signs of mommy issues in females. She has problems with saying no or gets so clingy that it repels people. A lack of trust results in a fear of emotional intimacy. A woman is afraid to open up to her partner because of the fear of not being understood. Some girls get defensive and detached. Some are sensitive and dependent. So, all right, y'all ready? Y'all got quiet as hell. <laughs> well, um, I mean, my feelings got hurt about the mommy issues on the on the yeah, man's uh, part. Nigga, yeah, <laughs> um, shit. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Let me take a break real quick and get some apple juice and crackers real quick. Let me like my God damn. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, y'all in the hot seat first. Um you know, I'll give my two questions. Okay, so the question is, what are some things a mom does that could cause mommy issues? And do you think mommy issues looks like, which one is worse, you know what I'm saying, in a male or a female? Mm. Go ahead mm-hmm. and answer that first. Okay, so, like, in my eyes, like, you know, being a son that has a mom, obviously, right? It's like some things that can happen that, that can cause mommy issues is like, I guess, like, we, first of all, we have to acknowledge that our moms are human, so they have emotions just mm-hmm. like everybody else. But just like little moments mm-hmm. where it can be like, oh, go get away, like, you know what I mean? Like, go do something, like, yeah, or uh, just being stern with you at the wrong. When you come in at a sense of innocence and then you get that 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 raw sternness, you know what I mean, that is like, well, damn, I didn't think me asking that was going to get that reaction. What the fuck? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like yeah. shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, uh, or, or just like, like harsh discipline. But like I said, not necessarily at the wrong moment, but at moments of like vulnerability and shit. Like when you, you, you just come into it as a kid, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trying to figure some shit out, but because they got some adult shit going on, they take it out on you the wrong way. And that's not to, like, you know, put my mom out there saying she beat my ass. Like, there, niggas got their ass beat. But it was just, say, it's just right. to say, like, that's moments that, like, that it can stir from in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, uh, or how, or, like, just being told one thing growing up, but then growing up to find out that it's the complete opposite. Of what you've been told your entire life, and this is like, yo, what the hell are you lying to me for? So you, you just <laughs> get in your head like, yo, women be lying, like you know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it comes from that. in my eyes, like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I didn't want to say what I was about to say. I had to really quickly deter my uh my words. Go oh, ahead, DC. You got to go on that, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely agree with you on that. You know telling you one thing and then you get into the the real world, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it'd be the complete opposite, just like how, you know, uh, milk is, simo- is supposed to make you big and strong. <laughs> and that's our cat with that motherfucker. I am 30-something years old and I am 4'11". <laughs> <laughs>
you about to you about to crack up at this, but uh, it was just like <laughs> on uh, like this where uh, the mother was basically <laughs> the mother was basically telling the daughter Kate, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, maybe you like you eating too much, and you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, trying to mm-hmm. you know trying to mold her to be someone that she really wasn't, which made her uncomfortable and made her depressed to eat more, you know, type of thing. Yeah. And you know she ended up becoming this heavyweight chick, and you know in her adult um, years. And she realizes that she's not happy. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of a lot of what our parents do, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, you know, bringing on their issues towards us can affect us in our adulthood. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, you wanted to piggyback Queen K, or you just want them to go on with the next question? No. They pretty much answered okay. it. All right. Okay, ace to face. All right, you know, as I puff on my Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> my oh, question, guess. my first question for mommy issues is: When is it okay for women to address their mommy issues and stop using it as a crutch? Yeah, I'm kind of going mm. for the juggling here, y'all. I'm just, I'm just keeping mm-hmm. it. Up. Ooh, out the gate. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Straight from the red, baby. You see? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go first? I'm you want me to answer um, first, Queen K? Yeah, go ahead, Complex. Um, I would say a woman should address it once she's aware of it because, honestly, um, reading that the other night, it hurt my feelings because I am very clingy at times. I can be uh, – I definitely have trust issues because I've been let down. But um, I think, like, a woman has to address it once she is aware of it, because it probably can become a problem in relationships, you know, friendships, relationships and all, because she's never going to feel like she's good enough. And, um, but, but, but it can be easy to use as a crutch because it's like, you know, Queen K has said it before on one of our other episodes, who wants to face their demons? Like, it's really hard. Once you peel back that first layer of peeling, it's like, oh, hell no, it's still more to go. So, um, (laughs) you know, but I would say like, in order to address it, you need a good support system. You know what I'm saying? Because it's hard Mm -hmm. to handle shit on your own. But what about you, Queen K? Um, for me, how I feel, I feel like it should be addressed when a woman comes of age, at least around, like, 18, like, 21, 18, 21. I think it would be very beneficial if we address the issues. Even if we don't see them right away, I believe every woman should talk to a therapist around those ages because that's when we're trying to find ourselves. And we don't realize that a lot of the reason that we're lost is because of the issues that we had growing up. Like, I wish I would have talked to someone when I was younger instead of letting people tell me, there's nothing wrong with you, you all right. But I really Mm -hmm. feel like it's very beneficial to address your mommy issues when you become a mother because I carried Mm -hmm. on a lot of the toxic shit that happened to me in my childhood. I carried it on with my kids, and now I'm unlearning to relearn the right way to teach them. Like, I'm coming up with my my own parenting techniques that I wasn't showed as a kid. Um, And that's Mm -hmm. because my mom completely flipped the game. Like, (laughs) the mom I knew (laughs) is not the grandma that my kids got. Like, the mom I knew is the ass. (laughs) Grandma, like, oh, baby, it's okay. You hit somebody, that's straight. They probably, no, my mom would have hit my ass in the throat, like, off rip. So she's softer now. So it's making me like, like, 
okay, do I not mm-hmm. whoop them? Do I talk to them? What am I doing? So right now, me and my kids got an open relationship. We're talking to each other now because I'm not about mm-hmm. to hit them because it's like, how can you sit there and just talk talk to them? But then you want me to Well, I don't understand. So I had to unlearn a lot of stuff. So I really feel like it's very beneficial to get those mommy issues in check when you before you become a mother. When you know that you're pregnant, you need to work through some of that stuff. Like you need to relearn because it will definitely carry on, and I feel like that is a part of me that made parenting really hard. Because at first I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not cut out for this. I'm not. I don't. I don't need these kids. I can't do it. But now that I'm learning them and they're learning me, we're, you know, it's better. The mommy issues, I'm getting them under control now. Um, we should stop using them as a crutch, especially if we know that we're using them as a crutch because women know. You know, we know when we putting on a little thick, we, we kind of sense it. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's, we should kind of like cut it, cut it, you know, don't <laughs> use it as a crutch, especially with people you love. You know, don't, mm-hmm. don't do that to them. Like we should just cut it off right then and there. Like, no, we can push past anything with like complex said with the right support system. We can push past mm-hmm. anything. So we shouldn't have to use it as a crutch, especially when we know that we're using it as a crutch. Now, some women don't know. So you got to bear with mm-hmm. them. When it's brought to their attention, I feel like that's when they should just stop, you know, move past it or try to work on it so that you can move past it. Yeah. I, I want to pick back real quick before you go on to the next question because it's, it's crazy that you say that because at 18, I honestly didn't know that I had mommy issues. Um, It took for me being in a relationship with this guy, and I guess, like, I, I guess I was so paranoid and I, I was just, like, very like defensive like I would ask are you sure you're gonna come pick me up are you like I would really second guess anything that she said and she asked me like yo who kidnapped who took your bottle away from you when you were younger and it's like I didn't understand I didn't understand what she meant it took for me to get like I want to say two twenty seven 27 and 28 to start asking those mm-hmm. questions so yeah I'm it's crazy that you yeah. say that because I was definitely oblivious to it yeah yeah Okay. Um, okay, so my next question, fellas, this is for y'all. I found an article, right, that said uh, men with mommy issues, the relationship can go two different ways, right? The first way is to find a woman who's understanding of uh, of your need to be nurtured and, like, she'll coddle you, she'll be with you, she'll be kind of like your mother, that part that you're missing. Or you can get the relationship where the woman feels like it's too much, Especially if y'all got kids already, she probably feel like you another, you know, you another kid because of the emotions, because of what you need. She can't give it to you, and she feels stressed out, and the relationship doesn't work. So, what is your take on a relationship with mommy issues? Well, mm. When you talk about me, that was kind of the goddamn. Oh, <laughs> right. You, you, got this one, bro. you got you, you got the door first on this one. <laughs> I got a well, I mean, you kind of, you kind of briefly, you know, um, approached it, you know, as far as like, um, based on what the article said, um, I necessarily, the version of the relationship where, you know, I guess in a sense, it was just too much for the woman to handle. And I think the mommy issue that I brought into the equation was that, um, that I was looking for someone that I could give my love to because of the lack of absence. Well, I guess the the absence of my mom's love. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it was like there was no there was no reciprocating when it came to love. Like, you know what I'm saying? After a while, like, you know, the affectionate side of my mom kind of, like, disintegrated. You know what I'm saying? So it was like the only attention I got was when, you know, I was doing, you know, I wasn't doing a good deed, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like when it was something good to, you know, to be recognized, you know, I got the bare minimum of, you know, a positive reaction or, you know, some sense of motivation to keep going. You know what I'm saying? So I basically calculated based on the affection and the attention that my mom gave me, I was looking for something better than that in another woman. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, in order for me to go on my overthinking, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a hell of an overthinker. I'm an mm-hmm. entrepreneur and that shit. I do it well. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I calculated the fact that, okay, like, if I be the best version of what I think I am as far as myself, you know what I'm saying, also known as the people pleaser, if I do anything and everything for this person, there is no way in hell that I can't get the, uh, the reciprocation of what I would what I've, you know, given out, you know what I'm saying? Like what I give out is what I would receive. That's always been my formula, you know what I'm saying? But to the point where it was disappointing because I guess the love that I enforced on that individual was too much for them to give back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They weren't capable of giving back that same love that I was giving to them. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the only version that I saw. But, you know what I'm saying, there are women out there who, you know, and and men also who can possibly, you know, be there and be able to be that that healer and not necessarily receive damage, you know, as a result to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, like, people just want to be loved. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, people yeah. just want to be loved. You know what I'm saying? Depending on what type of flaws or, you know, situations they may have been through in their upbringing, you know what I'm saying? All the person wants to do is just be loved. And when you go into a relationship stranger that you're getting to know and possibly make something happen out of it, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. the <laughs> the issues that you have that you bring into your adulthood that, you know, that we can also call baggage, that baggage that you bring into your adulthood can be a lot more reckless because you do have the opportunities to, you know, know, go by your own opinion and, you know, take your own actions and everything like that. And it's crazy because it's almost like we revert back to not knowing any damn thing. Like we don't know better. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like being back Mm -hmm. in your terrible twos. You just acting the fuck up. But it's like, hey, you don't know no better because you got all this baggage (laughs) with your ass now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that shit might have hitting the fan type of thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, like, you know, being willing to accept that it's like, it's like pillow back an onion. The more you peel, the more tears flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's how, that's how I look at it. That's my standpoint on it. Okay. Um, to, to pretty much like put it all in a nutshell, like that second one, the second one that you had said from the article you read was a majority of the feeling of the past relationships that I've had. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I like to consider myself uh, a feeling. Like, I'm, I don't like to say I'm sensitive to make it sound like I be bitchy or, like, excuse my language, or, like, like you know, just emotional and nitpicky. But I'm, like, I'm a, I'm a lover. Like, you know what I mean? I'm a loving dude. So, like, 
in the couple of past relationships that I had, like I guess that was too much because I did try to force some things that weren't there. You know what I'm saying? Trying to like you know show like I'm I'm a nurturing boy. Like I'm that guy that women be looking for. Like I'm that guy. Like you know what I mean? And it's positive. Mm-hmm. It's good now that I'm with the first type of relationship that you described. I'm in my relationship now with somebody that that does coddle me when I do be off the edge, I guess, or when I go on rants and whatnot. Somebody that's like to kind of rub your ears and whatnot. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and stuff like that. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, that's important because, like, at times it's like, you we can, we're men, we go off edge. And if we, if nobody's there to, like, not necessarily check that, but stop that, how the hell do you think wars happen? Like, you feel me? Like, yeah. yo, we, shit yeah. happens. Like, mom, like, shit happens when a, when a man's anger is not, like, in control and or tame, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why, I guess that's why the brothers with my issues, like brothers like myself, look for that in a woman to be able to calm that beast because we be needing that. And at a sense, it's not to, like, like and it's not to, like, throw shade or stab at, at our mothers. Like, you know, it's just at a point we didn't receive that. And we understand if you, like I said before, piggybacking off what I said before, mothers are human. Just, oh, ooh, shit, excuse me, goddamn. Just like, but like, you know, like, mother's even just like me, you, the next woman, the next man, like, you know what I mean? And they go through stuff. But it's like we aim for that because we didn't get that at a certain point in time mm-hmm. when we felt that we needed it the most. So we need that to, like, ease our hearts. Like you know what I'm saying, and whatnot. So that, that that's yeah. my answer. You know I mean? Yeah, I wanted to uh, quickly oh, respond on that too. Like, um, you know, I think I think the I think the main the main cause and effect, you know, on a on a um, on a man's mommy issues is that the fact that we didn't have a voice either. We were never taught to you know express our feelings and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That's just like with Ace. He's like you know he had to kind of like in a sense redirect. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm not not saying that I'm bitchy or picky or nothing like that. Like we weren't taught to actually be like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like we had right. to revert to kind of make that sound masculine a little bit more. You see how that naturally just flows off? Like we can't we can't share the emotional side that a female has. Like even right. when we do feel that deep inside, it's right. it, you know what I'm saying? It's hard for us to actually come out and actually say that. Now me, hmm. I'm cool with it now. I'll say that shit. Right. I'm picky as shit. I'm picky about who I date. I'm am, I'm picky about, you know, certain shit that I will accept in a relationship now. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, you know, if my feelings is hurt, I'll express the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not afraid to say those sensitive sides no more. But it's like, mm-hmm. at one point, we, we'd be damned to even mention the fact that we had cried, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> you right. know what right. I'm saying? Like, or, you know, have, so, have any type of um, emotional um, reaction to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part. That's real. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, so I guess it's my turn to uh, to ask the question now. Right, yeah. So, sir, you have the floor. Take your time. All right, for sure. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> my first oh, question: shit. <laughs> <laughs> Could uh, mommy issues be the main cause for a man or woman to involve themselves in multiple relationships? Rather than a profound one. Right. Mm. Quick, hey, you got it. it <laughs> <laughs> up real quick. Yeah, you got this. Um. Yes. 
I think so because, um, like you said before, we're all just searching for love. And if you didn't get that from your mother, the person that you feel in your heart is supposed to love you with everything in them, you will tend to look for that love and that feeling in everybody else. And if one person don't give it to you, you'll break up with them and move on to the next. And it becomes a chain reaction after that if you're not getting what you, you know, what you're missing, that missing link, that missing puzzle. So, yes, Mm -hmm. I do feel like mommy issues is the reason for the multiple dating. What about you, Complex? Yes. So I'm going to be real and raw. Um, I have mommy issues and daddy issues, but we're going to talk about daddy issues later. Um, Not (laughs) having that love growing up, I did move from multiple uh, partner to partner. Um, anytime I felt like there was something going wrong in a relationship, okay, yep, on to the next one. I can't keep getting hurt because when you don't have that that safety net and that nurturing side from your mom, you kind of look at everybody else like, okay, if my family's treating me like shit, what the hell are you going to do? So right. I was actually looking for love through guys. I was attaching myself in unhealthy ways to friendships because it's like, you know, I said it before many times, like my mother battled with a drug addiction. And once, you know, once she got off of that, everybody knows when you leave one addiction, you somehow pick up another one, you know. um, So relationships became her next weakness. And it's like me and my sister, like, always came second. And it's like, I just always wondered, like, what, am I not good enough? You know what I'm saying? Like, because my own mama doesn't even want to spend time with me. So you just, like Queen K say, you try, you go around just trying to find that love through other people. And, you know, with me, like I said, I was going from relationship to relationship to help myself get over the last one. And it's like not really giving myself enough time to know that person. So, you know, it got more painful and more painful before this relationship. And, you know, when people break your trust, that, that damages you even more. So that's my take on it. Yeah. That part. All right. Anybody okay? Well, I guess it's my turn for my last one. So speaking of this, because we in this thing deep, do you think it can be dangerous for a woman to date a man who has mommy issues. And I ask this because my mom always told me growing up how a man treats his mom is how he's going to treat you. That's real. <laughs> yeah. That's really real. Uh, wow. Okay, fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll take this one. I'll, I'll take the floor on this one. Do I think it's right. dangerous to date a man with mommy issues? I'm not going to say do I... I'm not going to categorize it down to what do I think it's dangerous. It's like, listen, if you're going to date a brother with mommy issues, like Queen K said before, acknowledge that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like, I, I'm a, I like to look at it like one glass half full, but I like to look at things as like a, uh, like from a super real aspect. Like, you know, because like sometimes like as adults, like we, we tend to think that like, you know, life has a, a sort of script. You know what I'm saying? Like none of this has a script like at all. So it's like it's not gonna work out like that book we read when we was young, or uh, or the book you read now, or something like that. It's like it really depends on your actions. So like, uh, if you're gonna date a brother with mommy issues, like, be acknowledged, be aware of that shit. Like you know what I'm saying, and be like aware. Sometimes your feelings not necessarily gonna get hurt, but you might not be feeling that at a certain point in time. You might. It's like uh, uh, no, it's not. It's not for me. Or 
if you willing to look past it and try to help him do it, like, yeah, I mean, there's going to be some shit that comes with that because let's just keep it a buck. Niggas are stupid. Like, men are fucking stupid. Like, we, we, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to throw it out there and just be real about it because I am a man. Agreed. Like, we are fucking retarded. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, our logic on shit sometimes don't make sense, but it makes sense to us because we men. And that's just that's just that. I don't know why that exists. I, I didn't create that myself. I'm just a man amongst other men that have happened to experience that shit. You know what I'm saying? So with that, it's like, and it, it, it depends on the man. Because while he has the mommy issues, he can be stern in himself. Like, nah, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Or, nah, you know mm-hmm. what? This is really a problem and I can change. Like, you know what I'm saying? It really depends on that man. So is it dangerous to date a man with mommy issues? Yes, it's dangerous, of course. But the outcome is, is all on what you want. If you invested time in that motherfucker and you, like, looking at it from a standpoint that, like, I maybe can't build time with him, Cool, but if the motherfucker's showing you that he's nothing that you can be, like, if he's showing you that he, like you said, like you just said, uh, Complex, a man treats you like he treats him up. If he's treating his mom bad and you start to get that same treatment, maybe it's best to bounce. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and, and whatever. And, that, like, and there's several different scenarios that can go because, like, just because a man treats his mom nice doesn't necessarily mean he's going to treat you nice either. You know what I'm saying? But, like, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, it's just basically, it's on you. That's my answer to that. Like, yeah. is it dangerous? Uh, it, I think it could be. It, shit, dating anybody's fucking dangerous. You don't know who's a serial killer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know who's a <laughs> You could be dating the nicest person in the world, then they get mad and go set a whole building on fire. Like, the fuck? Like, that, mm, that shit that is happens me. out here. That is me. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's oh, no God. script to none of this shit. There's, every, there's books, there's this, that, and the third on every type of situation out here, but there's new situations happening at Shit is happening right Every now, day. as we're speaking. Yeah. As as this time, these seconds that I'm taking to emit the vocals out of my mouth, this shit happening right now that motherfuckers can't mm-hmm. explain. Yeah, you know I'm saying it's like, why the fuck am I the one dealing with this shit? It's happening right now. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, it's dangerous, but it's up to you. You control the outcome of your own future and all past in that sense. You know what I'm saying? You control the outcome of that. Like, you know what I mean, like what. Whatever yeah. you talk, let up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm running on. Y'all, y'all, y'all get me. Y'all get me. My bad. <laughs> but no, yeah, I agree. I mean, you just, you never know who you're dealing with. I mean, the nigga probably could have been, you know, at the age of five, you know, catching ants and uh, clipping their arms off with nail clippers. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but um. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna act like you ain't just say that. <laughs> I mean. Probably, I mean, probably because I did that as a child, maybe. But that's neither here nor there. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, right. is it dangerous? <laughs> is it dangerous? Yeah. I mean, it all depends on his mommy issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he probably could have grew up seeing his mom being abused. So, you know, based on what, you know, was given to her, he probably would reciprocate, you know, towards women that he may have been involved with, you know what I'm saying? That probably mm-hmm. could have been, you know, something that he normalized in his mind, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, he could have seen, like, his mom with different, you know, types of men, you know what I'm saying? So he might grow up yeah. thinking that, you know, maybe I should do women just like that, you know what I'm saying? I should have more than just one, you know, more than one woman, you know what I'm saying? And it all depends on how how deep he is within his mommy issues and how, you know, how much it has been effective, you know what I'm saying? Has these mommy issues started to be implemented on other people? 
You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you're the first one to ever experience his mommy issues and he's the, you know, you're the first one that he experiences it with, you know what I'm saying? You could be that very first person to identify it and help him through it. You know what I'm saying? While it's kind of still fresh and it's not pretty much engraved into his mind that that's who he should be instead of, you know, basing that off of what his mother was, you know, type of thing. You know, so... Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, you know, A said it, you know, A said it for the most part, you know what I'm saying? I I feel like, you know, it's just more based off of, you know, where the mommy issues really lie, you know what I'm saying? Whether it was, mm-hmm. you know, watching his mom being abusive or, you know, not really having a profound relationship, a stable relationship or, you know, um, or shit, maybe even just like, you know, like gassing his ass up and shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Cause I don't know if like, I don't know if y'all ever noticed like, you know, certain kids that grow up, like, you know, you kind of see certain parents, like, you know, just like, you know, promote them hella hard and shit like that, you know, making them feel like they like the sexiest fucking thing walking around, you know what I'm saying? So they, they have that, that, that toxic confidence feeling like they can, you know, do anything and everything and pull any type of chick that they want type of thing. You know what I'm saying? And the first time a, a woman says no, that hurts his character and that might trigger some shit to where it's like, mm-hmm. ain't nobody never said to me, you ain't about to be the first one, you know, type of thing. You know what I'm saying? So it can, it can, it can unravel in so many, you know, scenarios. So yeah. that's my take. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, it's on me. It's, yeah. <laughs> so my second question is this, and it's pretty much short and sweet. But it's going at the jugular. I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know. You know what I mean? Because that's just what I do. <laughs> what actions mm. do you take to fix your mommy issues? Okay, I'll answer first. Um, mm-hmm. The actions I'm taking to fix my mommy issues is um, I do a lot of meditation. I've only been doing it for like a week, but. It's helping me to understand some things. Uh, the type of meditations I do is childhood trauma, um, letting go of trust issues, letting go of overthinking, negative positivity, like, well, you know, letting go of negative thoughts and turning them into positivity. And um, I don't know. It's like I'm just basically learning to hold myself accountable because it's like I said on the episode yesterday of People Pleasers that, you know, I never knew how to hold myself accountable. I always wanted others to feel guilty for me not being able to say no. And as you see, Google, God said, that's one of the mommy issues, too. I'm just learning to hold myself accountable that the things that my mom didn't give me growing up, because she is human and she had her own battles that she was fighting, mm-hmm. it's up to me, you know what I'm saying, to give that to myself. I can't look for that in no man. I can't look for that in no other female. It's it's up to me. And I'm really starting to learn that because I used to go to people like, you know, hey, I I need help with this, you know what I'm saying? And they would think for me and everything. And I looked for men to make me happy, to give me all of this constant reassurance. And I'm just doing it for myself, like doing self-affirmations, just telling myself that I'm loved because um, just like in men, Mommy issues can go the wrong way in a woman, too, because I know I could get very emotional, and I know that, like, sometimes arguments will go way past what it should because you just said something that triggered me from way back then, and you don't even know. 
But it's like, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. also learning to communicate that in this relationship because in my other relationships, I just expected for the man to know. I expected for him to just, you're, you're, you're supposed to know what's wrong. You're supposed to know mm-hmm. why I need you to cuddle with me at night. And, and that, that can be too damn much. I'm sorry. What about you? Oh, shit. Uh, for me, um, like <laughs> I mentioned many times before, uh, therapy helps. Um, also, um, due to COVID, you know, therapy had to stop, but that's neither here or there. But I also meditate. Me and Complex got this agreement where um, we try to meditate. Well, I know I try to meditate every day, but mainly on Saturdays I have an alarm set that goes off, and it's to call complex so that we can meditate and then we call each other and just, you know, talk about how we feel and, you know, it's supposed to set us up for the rest of the day. And it, it has really been helping. Um, she gave me some, um, what is it called? Shoot, I can't think of it. I can't think of Oh, daily affirmations. Um, I do that. It's uh, 15 powerful minutes where she's just helping me to reassure myself. Um, I also mm-hmm. do plans on my Bible app. Uh, two of my, my top two right now that I'm doing is Beauty and My Brokenness and Seven Prayers for the Ferocious Warriors. Both of those have been helping me get myself together mentally and spiritually because, I mean, I feel like that's the only way you can deal with any type of issues. You have to get your spiritual life right first because that way you mm-hmm. have that extra help to help you push past those issues. So that's my little healing mm-hmm. process. And I just, I, I'm just trying to, like I said, changed my narrative with my kids. So them being around them and me just talking to them or watching a movie with them, that's helping me too to get rid of some of my mommy issues because my mom didn't show a lot of love, but that was only because her mother didn't show her love. So it kind of like just trickled down. And that's how I was. Like I wasn't the affectionate type. I wouldn't kiss and hug all all of my kids because, hell, I didn't get it. You know, um, so I'm, you know, I'm doing that more with my kids. So that is my way of dealing with my mommy issues. And my mind is the same, like Queen K, like my mom, you know, we used to go visit her in rehab and the detoxing stage can be very tricky because you don't know what's going to happen. There was some days where like she was snappy, you know, so I picked up on that and I wasn't really like she would say I love you but her I love you was like okay I love you but I'm about to go you know what I'm saying disappear for mm-hmm. a minute so it was easy for me to say I love you and then just turn my feelings off and go leave because this is what I thought it was so yeah it's man it's crazy yeah I could tell my mama like I was like ma I love you and she's like what you want what you did like damn <laughs> and I, just like, I love you back nigga like, right <laughs> I had to tell her that, Ma, you know, that hurts my feelings when I tell you I love you and you ask me what do I want. And she didn't even right. realize that she did it. Like, I and I just brought this to her attention. Like, okay, so I, I'm 30 now. I think I brought this to her attention, like, when I was, like, at least 21 when I felt like, okay, maybe I can tell her how I feel now. Yeah, and she was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, damn, I didn't know you felt like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, when my kids yeah. tell me they love me, I'm like, "What you want? What you didn't did?" Like I carried that on and didn't even realize it. Like my my youngest son, he's the one that really got me into being affectionate. They be like, "I love you." I, I said, "I love you." Like, all right, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's, That's it for me. 
so it's on me. Okay, my last question to you guys is, oh, shit, I just had it up there. Okay, how can a man heal from mommy issues in order to have a healthy relationship? <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take a slow on this one. Yeah, I got the yeah, shit. Yeah, I can't like my Dutch no more. My Dutch gone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like a man with mommy issues, in order for him to heal um, from it and have a healthy relationship is first and foremost, except, you know, and make amends with, you know, the creator of the mommy issues, and that's the mom herself. I feel like we're, I feel like that should be a relationship that you have to, you know, reconstruct and, you know, make better first if you can. You know what I'm saying? If you can't, that's not your fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, like, I feel like, like I said in the podcast uh, yesterday, um, during People Pleasers, self-love is, is, is such a powerful thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's slept on so much to where, like, you know, people don't have that much faith in it or they don't think it's that effective. Like, self-love is really that effective, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the more you the more you love on yourself, the more you won't have to depend on nobody to make you happy, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and... You know the the therapy thing. You know, I I'd say that that's 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 a good way of being able to open up to someone who's not only there to collect the check to hear you talk, but there you know you you have some people who are really there to like legit hear you and like give you some advice on the shit that you're going through. You know what I'm saying? Because like I know with with me, you know what I'm saying? Like when I had to go to a therapist. Um, it was part of my uh, DUI requirements and shit. I really didn't want to go because I had already knew it was going to be more than just talking about that particular topic. But mm-hmm. once, like, I dug into it, like, every time I mentioned my daughter, I just broke down into tears. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that gave me the realization that, you know, I was living for not only for myself, I was living for her as well. You know what I'm saying? And it was like... I had always made a promise to myself that no matter how I feel like my childhood lacked in what I expected it, I was going to give my daughter or my child, you know what I'm saying, what I didn't have regardless, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to inherit inherited the same traits that was given to me and my absent father to my future kids, you know what I'm saying? And having that mindset to be the complete opposite was the best thing to kind of like, you know, engrave into my mind because, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, Queen K, I, I didn't get, I didn't get that much affection from my mom's shit. Hell to this day, I really still don't like, it's still awkward for us to express how we love each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think the only time we really say it is when, you know, somebody's birthday pop up and that's honestly the love the I love you is through a text message. You know what I'm Mm. saying? So it's never really verbally spoken. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if it's I don't know if it's weird or not to say it, but it's like I'm okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was because it was like that for so long, it's like it's it's normalized now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But at the same time, like I feel like because of what I had to kind of like rethink about, you know what I'm saying? Like my mom didn't have to my mom didn't have to verbally tell me at times, but there was clarification to know that she loved me enough. 
You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, yeah. you know, I would say most of the time it was through materialistic shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it came to, like, wanting something, I didn't have to ask for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always had, like, you know, decent clothes, and I always had gifts for a birthday. I always had a birthday. You know what I'm saying? And this was without my father being in the picture. So regardless of of the, the verbiage of her showing love, I had to top my hat off to her and respect her for the simple fact that you did this shit without a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not only just a man, but you did it without the person that created me too. You know what I'm saying? So like I had to give her that much respect to try her best. You know what I'm saying? When you know, when her back was against the wall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why when it comes to accepting her, I I do still suffer from the trait, but I don't blame her for it no more. You know what I'm saying? Because I am an adult now and I have decisions that I can make now on my own at this point. So whether that's the decision to fight these mommy issues, that's my decision to make. You know what I'm saying? Once they're identified and I can, you know, implement, a, you know, a structure and a plan to work on that, that's on me. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I told myself, I told myself not too long ago, I was like, you know, you're a grown individual now there was a time frame to where you could where you could continue to blame your mother. But now it's at a point now, like you grown, you can't take this shit all the way to the grave with you. At some point you're built to walk now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether that with the health of her that whether that was the help from her or not, you have the ability to walk now. You know what I'm saying? You have the ability to function on your own now. You know what I'm saying? So all that mm-hmm. all that pointing fingers and the guilt pointing and all that shit, sometimes that shit just has to go out the door at one point. You have to accept what it is now and be able to live for you now. Because you're only just living you're only just living out of the out of the out of the blame for someone who molded you into this person. Mm-hmm. So my take on that, let go and let God. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. Thank you. Ace to face. Oh, it's me. My bad, y'all. I'm not even going to lie. I drifted off. I was looking at the neighbors come up. Can you repeat the question one more time, please? Yes. Um, How can a man heal from mommy issues in order to have a healthy relationship? Like he said, I I remember, all right, so pretty much what DC said, you got to pretty much nip it in the bud where it started at. That's the only way to to fix it, you know what I mean? Like, and sometimes you probably won't be able to because we don't know. Unfortunately, situations happen. Mommy not might not be there anymore. And like DC said, it's not your fault. But like, in order to fix it, if you want to get somewhere and you want to stop running in, you have to be able to be accountable for your actions. It, it's pretty much piggybacking off of what DC said. Like, you got to be accountable for what you do out here. You know what I mean? So the only way to fix it is to get it in the bud. Talk to mom. And express your feelings and understand that you're expressing it as an adult. Like, you're not trying to attack. Maybe the situation can't, you know, be addressed like that. Like, maybe mom can't handle it. And like DC said, that's not your fault either. You know what I mean? Because you took the chance to do it. So moving forward, whatever relationship you're in, whether it be a friendship, a strong friendship with somebody, or a a relationship where that's your girlfriend, a potentially wife and mother of your children, you talk your feelings out. Talk your feelings out. Mm-hmm. Address where the root of the problem comes from. 
and make a contingency plan and move forward. You know what I mean? And like just and whenever it, it goes back, if you feel like you're backtracking, voice it. You know what I'm saying? Because that that's one thing we don't mm-hmm. do a lot of times either. Is voice when we are feeling what we're feeling, and that causes niggas to do dumb shit. And I digress and say that men are fucking stupid. Anyway, <laughs> then, <laughs> like yeah. So that the, the biggest thing is to nip it in the bud. Excuse me for uh, asking you to repeat the question because I was listening to DC answers and I kind of like went into my own little uh. Like, I, I was, envi- as he was talking, I was envisioning my own life. You know what I mean? Like, because, like, when you said, like, you got to acknowledge that you can walk now. Like, the person, like, nobody's holding your hand now. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, it, it took me to a, a spot, and I'm like, damn. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, nobody's holding my hand now. Like, the decisions that I make are the decisions that I made for myself, and I put myself there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, yeah. it just it, so like, like I said, I, it's not that I wasn't paying attention. I had to get back to where it was like, all right, wait, where, all right, what, what, like you know what I mean? Because like, and then once I got it back, I I formulated my answer, and that's that's just the realest it can be. You got to address that. You got to talk to moms, or and if you can't afford a therapist, talk to somebody. Get it off your chest. Write it down. You know what I mean? Like right. do something because mm-hmm. you have to get it out of you. If you don't get it out of you, you're always going to bottle, and it's always going to corrode the inside of you. You know what I mean? It's always going to make that yeah. rotten. You feel me? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And you good. I didn't mind repeating the question. I, it's been a couple <laughs> questions that y'all done threw out there where I didn't have to sit back and reflect like, damn, this is you. Okay, so, yeah. I get you. I get you. Hell no. All right. So my last question is, um, why do some women have the inability to establish an emotional connection? Okay, you got it. Um, it definitely stems from having mommy issues. I will say that um, I know with me, it's hard for me to connect emotionally because I didn't. my mom didn't show emotions. Well, she showed one, and that was just like, get shit done tough as hell all the time. Like, she was hardcore mm-hmm. my whole life. Like, I didn't see her start folding until I had kids. That was when I seen this soft, little sweet lady. But other than that, no, my mom was no type of nonsense. This is what it is. This is what it's going to be. F your feelings. Like, that's how she was. So mm-hmm. I felt like that's how I had to be. That's why I carry myself in the way that I carry myself now. Yes, it has been terrible for me in relationships because me being so solid and me what I say type person, you know, it comes off a little too strong for most people, you know. But um, I I can't show emotions because I didn't know how. I wasn't taught how to. It was only this is what this is how you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be the go getter. Don't depend on nobody. You get everything for yourself. Even with mm-hmm. having my father in my life, um. I had both my parents in my life. Like, it was never a moment where we were separated unless my daddy was locked up. But, you know, um, but other than that, they were together my whole life. And seeing her still be that strong and that emotionally detached, it poured right down to me. I'm sure my other siblings go through the same issues, but it's just a trickle-down effect. And it's just because this was how her mother was with her. Um, so it was learned behavior and it just keeps passing on. So it's hard for me to really identify my, or express my emotions. Cause I'm hell, I'm still learning them all. 
Like, even being 30, I still don't know everything yet. Like, I'm learning because I've, this is what I've been taught all these years, so it's hard to unlearn and relearn, but I'm going through the process. What about you, Complex? Um, it's hard for me to get an emotional contact because, well, emotional connection, because I don't like getting my hopes high and that person ends up, you know, pushing them away because that was the pattern that it was with, like, my mom. Like, you know, we had our good days, but we had a lot of bad times. So it's it's hard for me to get emotionally connected because it's like I don't want to keep getting attached to open up this, open up my heart for someone to just walk away. Like, you know, because it's like, Mm -hmm. it just reminds me of all of the abandonment issues that I have. And it's like my mom, she, she showed different sides of her. She's a Gemini. She showed her angry side. She showed her crazy side. She showed her funny side. Um, You know, and, and she showed her sensitive side because she was battling a lot of stuff, but her words never matched, never matched her actions. Like I said before, she would say I love you, but couldn't really show it the right way. And I took that into relationships, you know, like if a guy hurt me, it, it, it was easy to turn my emotions off. It's like, okay, don't kiss me, don't cuddle with me, because I'm looking at you real different right now. And it's like... Mm-hmm. It hurts to have to rebuild yourself back up. It hurts, you know what I'm saying, to have to, you know, re-strengthen, you know what I'm saying, that part. Because, like, when you get that emotional connection, that person knows a lot of your different vulnerable sides. And it's like, I don't like being vulnerable. I'm sorry. I still have a hard time showing pain to this day. Like, I, I told you, like, I couldn't. I couldn't really express it growing up. So I think by six years old, that's when I learned how to cry silently, you know, because it's like my mom was very tough on me too. Like when it came to grades and stuff, it's like here I am bringing home 3.5s and, you know, 3.7s. My teachers are saying, Tasha, you're such a wonderful student, my counselor. But my mom, oh, you could do better. It's like it was was still not good enough. So it's like – it's, I didn't want to get that emotional connection because it's like, you know what? I can't deal with the hurt anymore. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, it is what it is. That's my take on it. Damn. That was Damn. deep. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn. 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 But, yeah, so... Well, with that being said, that we're coming up on the end of our segment. Thank you guys so much. Um, I'm going to mute y'all if y'all want to stay on and listen to the rest of y'all can. And we'll see y'all again for Daddy Issues in December. Please. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no problem. Thank y'all for really giving, like, us a a safe space to come to. And thank you for having us as a current guest. I really appreciate y'all. Right? That means y'all value us, and we value y'all just the same. You feel me? Yes, oh, yes. Thank you. No problem. All right, y'all. Ugly guy out. Peace out, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't have um, a glowing business. I was trying to get the girl to give me the information, but she still hasn't rounded up, so I'll have it next week. Did you have any? Um, no, I don't. Not not this okay, time so, around. I did not get any businesses. I'm sorry. 
Sorry, y'all. I had one, but she, she did. I was like, is there anything you want me to highlight? She's like, let me get back to you. And I'm still waiting to get back to me. But all right. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Well, um, um, since we're having to go on business, do you got anything to say? Yes. This is us. Y'all came mm-hmm. in strong for season five. I'm not going to tell too much. But they really reflected what the fuck we went through during this quarantine and all of this Black Lives Matter. And I just want to say, standing ovation. I'm telling you, November 10th, they come back on, but I can't see it until the next day. So every Wednesday, don't disrupt, don't interrupt, don't disturb, because I ain't answering the <laughs> phone when that is on. And that's all I had to say. What about you? Um, I will say congratulations to our president and vice president. I'm really, really happy that we have a black woman. Not only is she black, I'm going to go ahead and start other nationality. She's also Indian as well. And they said something about her having a little hit of Korean as well. I just want to thank her, okay? Because she put yes. a status up um, that thanks all black women. Because uh, if, mm-hmm. if you look at the polls, like all the demographics for the polls, it was us black women that held the most people that voted. So shout out mm. to y'all, queens. Y'all showed up and yes. come on now. Y'all showed out this election. Two snaps right. for y'all. Like she said it herself. They they don't want us to do what she say. They don't want us to be in the lead, but then they depend on us for everything. So yep. I commend you. I pray to God that you you guys come in there and you really change lives. Like I ask God to cover you, you both of them and their families. Mm-hmm. I ask God to heal, they touch their minds and their hearts. Be here for the people. Listen to us. You know, help us to make the change. For all y'all people that say that y'all vote don't count, this just showed y'all how much it counts. Like they waited yes. to even count the people that mailed in their votes. Please don't ever say mm-hmm. your vote does not count. Yes, it does. does. Because look at what you guys did. And then to all That's the her. racist people out there, we just showed y'all we outnumber y'all. So calm the fuck down. That's all I got to say. I'm sorry I had to go there, but I had to. We are That's not okay. our it's ancestors. Our we will hit your ass back. <laughs> I mean, our ancestors was rowdy too. Come on now. We get it from them. Come on now. You can find yeah, some pictures yeah, back then. Little... You... Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was some of them that said, man, fuck this. I ain't listening to you. <laughs> you yeah, remember that? You remember that picture? Yeah. No, I was about to say, you remember that picture that was floating around where the lady, the black lady was standing in front of the cops smoking her cigarette like I wish the nigga would? <laughs> so, yes, yeah, girl, that was my mama. <laughs> That was my mom. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. I, but I know what you mean, though. We more aggressive. I get it. Because we be tired. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Okay. I got three kids. I work a full-time job. Don't try me. Don't try me, Karen. It ain't going to be nice. <laughs> but anyway. <Right. laughs> but that okay. Is well, what, I got is, to say. what is your AO Queens and King quote this week? Okay. So, yeah, I got to bring it down some. Um, these are sponsored by Pinterest. And also, I have one scripture that I have here. So I have a quote, and then I got a scripture from the Bible. Okay, y'all? So I'm going to calm myself down because I just said some words that I shouldn't have said. Sorry, God. He's working on me. Um. Okay, so my first – I'm sorry. I'm trying to find it. Okay, so I'm going to do the scripture first. Um. This hit me hard because in my daily reading, 
um, it just helped me. It just confirmed things for me. It's Philippians 4, verse 6. It says, don't worry about anything, but pray and ask God for everything you need. Always give yeah. thanks for what you have. Y'all, all y'all got to do is talk to him. I'm telling you, he get me right every time, every time. And then in the meantime, be thankful for what you have because what we don't realize or what, you know, is that how far we've came with him in our life. You know, we always look at, oh, I don't have this, I don't have that. But just look back a year ago, look back five years ago, you didn't have it. You know, now you at least got something. So you just have to be thankful for what you do have now. And then my quote is, I couldn't heal because I kept pretending I wasn't hurt. This hit me because I've I've lived most of my life hiding from what hurt me or what haunted me. And the moment that I started to pour out and talk to people about it, I'm finally growing. Like, I'm in such a different headspace right now. Like, if you would have met me or if I would have been on this show about two years ago, y'all wouldn't have liked me, like, at all. Like, I could, I didn't even like myself. But mm-hmm. I had to realize, I had to speak on my hurt. I had to tell somebody. I had to get it out, you know, get it off my chest. I had to journal it, you know. I had to verbalize it or put it in some type of write, written form, something. I had to get it out there so I can see it head first, I mean, you know, see it face first, and I can deal with it better. You have to talk your problems out. Stop hiding the hurt and express it so you can move on properly. You keep hiding it, you're just going to keep burying shit on top of it, and you'll never heal properly. I'm telling you. I know this for a fact because, like I had to tell myself, if something still triggers me, that means I'm still not healed from that space that I was in. So I have to remember to bring everything to the forefront so I can heal properly. It's it's not an overnight thing. Don't think once you say it, you're automatically healed. No, you have to take time to heal. Healing takes time, but you just have to be patient along the journey. So those are my two, well, that is my quote and my scripture complex with that no apology thought for the week. Okay, mine's a little bit lengthy. Bear with me. Um, So the quote is, I found it on Google. It says, she felt something click inside. She suddenly realized she was no longer available for careers, relationships, or thoughts that were not in alignment with her highest expression, desires, and truth. Her worthiness had grown roots, and she was now unshakable in the belief that she was worthy of a life of magic. And she knew that the only person that could give her that was herself. So she put on her crown and Mm -hmm. got to work. And I say that to say, um, you know, people always say facing your demons is too hard, and that is so true. But I'm learning that you mm-hmm. have to face yourself so you can finally stop running from yourself. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you have to know your worth. You have to realize your unhealthy patterns and surrender to what and who you're supposed to be. So please, like, stop hiding and heal because self-sabotaging will never get you anywhere. And that is my no apology thought for the night. That was dope. That was dope. Thank you. Thank you. All right, with that being said, I am Complex Angel, I'm the Vibe. And I'm Queen K, I'm the Vision. And peace and love, we are out. Peace and love.